hearing my kids in the background. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> we are now live. So, you know, this, this comes with the territory when you're doing a live uh, podcast, right? Sometimes it happens where you have stuff in the background. Welcome to the show, folks. Uh, Darren and I are just talking off air. Now we're live. Welcome to the Tesla Talks podcast. We have a special guest for you tonight. His name is Darren. And if you don't know where Darren's from, uh, he's going to tell you a little bit about himself, but in a nutshell, Darren, just like the little caption, the little lower third there, it says he's a, he's the creator, the owner, the developer, the author, everything for uh, Tesla, sorry, drivetesla.canada.ca. And, um, you know, if you guys have been on the show before, you know that uh, we are Canadian. Uh, I try to get a little mix of everyone on the show, but um, most mostly like Franklin and when we get... Um, uh, Paul, Tesla Canuck, and those guys on there are usually Canadian, but we get the, our, our American friends coming on too. Franklin is supposed to be here. He uh, was tied up with some other stuff, so he couldn't make it. And as I say that, he comes and there you just is. see a black screen. Welcome, by the way, anyways, enough of me talking. Welcome to the show, Darren. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. No, no problem. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for uh, going out of your. Uh, out of your way and you're you must be a very busy guy with, with the website and everything so thanks for coming on yeah, i'm no just worries. i'm gonna remove franklin until he gets <laughs> his stuff in order and then we'll bring him back if unless he was just teasing us because he said he would m make it he might not make it anyways folks like i was saying to darren uh we got i got a little bored of doing the uh the regular studio that we usually have down in the basement so i decided you know what I'm going to take it outside. It's such a nice day. We've got a little bit of the summer left. And here in, in the great white north, summer isn't long. So take advantage of it while you can. So I went out. I was telling Darren. went out. I did it once, probably a couple months ago, a few, a few, few podcasts back where I did it in the backyard. And it was great. And I set it, everything up in the backyard and everything. And uh, the neighborhood kids came out in droves. So that was quickly um, abolished. And now I moved to the front of the house. And this is a place that I've never done before. So I figured, you know what? Let me, if I can zoom out here to show you. Oh, that's, you know, zoom out there. I'm in my garage. <laughs> I'm in my garage. There's Maven, my Model 3 in the background there. So it may be a little bit of background noise. I apologize for that in advance. We're out in the live elements and we're doing this live and there's my neighbors driving by every now and then. So. You know, it happens. Hey, Franklin. Hey, how's it going? I'm very okay. well. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. My uh, green screen's having problems. Oh, no problem. So. It looks green. No, it looks fine. It looks green. Yeah. Fun <laughs> times. <laughs> um, uh, th thanks for going out of your way to come on the show. You didn't have to if you had stuff to do. Uh, I, you didn't. Someone made me feel bad. <laughs> oh, I wonder who that was. <laughs> His name starts with a D. Second letter is an A. And so Darren. Darren, did you make you, me feel bad? You both start with a D, second letter is an A. <laughs> Thanks, Franklin. <laughs> Without you, we would never have figured that out. No problem. That's, that's what I'm here for. That's one of my neighbors. I said to Darren, I said, I've got a couple neighbors that have muscle cars that you will hear them before you see them. That is one of them. <laughs> and if my other, my closer neighbor comes... It'll be even louder. Okay. Anyways, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, what I do before we get into the news, we got some uh, interesting news uh, this week. Um, by the way, this is the first week of August. Welcome to August. Happy August, everyone. Um, we're going to take a couple minutes to, just to get to know Darren a little bit. Uh, he was nice enough to come on the show. He's a very busy guy. When he when he tells you, I, I mean, I, I touched on it from his website, but when he tells you what he does, you'll see how busy this guy is. And we'll take it from there. Darren. Thanks for coming on the show. You want to tell us a little bit about yourselves? Yeah, sure. Or yourself? 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so I started off in the Tesla community um, when I got my Tesla back in uh, June of 2019. Um, and as you guys know, I'm sure once you get one, you kind of become um, quite involved. <laughs> um, some might say obsessed um, with everything Tesla. So I decided to take that passion and uh, create Drive Tesla Canada. Um, there wasn't really anything that I could find that kind of focused on the Canadian side of things. So decided to t uh, focus on that aspect of it. And uh, coming up just over, uh, it'll be a year next month actually, uh, since launching and uh, yeah, it's done really well. Can't hear you. Sorry, sorry, I muted myself. There you go. I remember when uh, you first uh, started. I don't, like I said, I don't remember the exact date, but I remember when you first started up, and and you had a different name at the time. Did you, did you not? Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you had a different name, and uh, I like this name. I like the other name. I like this name too. Um, it it speaks to to what you do. Now, um, how how is how is the website going? Uh, it's going really well. Um, yeah. Seeing increased traffic every month uh, through the year, so. Um, like I said, uh, next next month is the one year anniversary, so we'll be doing a couple of special things there. Oh, so cool! Stay tuned. Yes, nice, nice. Um, and you said you you have a Tesla yourself? Yeah, Model Three. Model Three. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. What 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 uh, trim is it? What color is it? Do you love it? Yeah. Are you giving it back? Or are you going to burn it? <laughs> uh, it's a Midnight Silver, uh, Standard Range Plus. Midnight um, I, Silver. Yes. Oh. I, I live in BC, so I couldn't uh, couldn't pass up on those rebates uh, back in when I got it in 2019. They were uh, five thousand and five thousand uh, provincial and federal. Wow! So I got it for ten thousand off, and uh, yeah, um, since I took one for a test drive a week before I ordered one, and uh, I've loved it ever since. It makes it tough to drive a gas car after <sighs> after having this. Yeah, we all. I guess even. Ordering it after the test drive was like oh, I gotta have it right away. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm a bit of an analog, analytical type, so it took me a while to to finally click that order button. I think I probably configured my order about a thousand times before oh, <laughs> actually <laughs> clicking buy. But yeah, well, it's okay. Analytically, um, we're probably talking to the wrong crowd here, but it just makes a lot of sense, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, and especially after having it now for a year, um, yeah. The, it definitely makes sense to go electric. Mm -hmm. Is this your first um, endeavor into the electric vehicle world? It is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. So you have nothing else to compare it to, which you know it, it is a good thing too. Like, I mean, then you don't know if and and tests aren't perfect by any stretch of imagination. That's not what we're saying. But uh, if there were little things that uh, Tesla falls short on when it comes to electric cars, you would you'd never even notice. I wouldn't know. Yeah. yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Exactly. <laughs> is that what they say? <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Good Good to know. Well, welcome to the show. Franklin, you have any uh, more questions for Darren before we start with the news? Um, sorry if you covered it. I'm like, I'm paying attention. I am. I know. Uh, I know you are. With your, with your uh, <laughs> like you created the website, you're doing all that. Uh, do you have a technical background? Um, no, I wouldn't say I have a technical background, but I've, I've um, dabbled in websites over the years. Um, so this is my first first time around. Gotcha. Yeah. You do an excellent job. Um, Thank you. We say it every week, like that always brings up your articles. It's one of my favorite yeah. uh, Tesla-based news sites. 
and I might be a little biased because I'm Canadian. I want to support a fellow Canadian, but thank you. Uh, no, you do you do an excellent job. All jokes aside, like your content is phenomenal, and uh, it's always good to read something that's informational rather than uh, you get a, like a lot of opinion based pieces. Where yours is very like factual, which I enjoy. So thanks, appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, just just exactly to echo what uh, Franklin's saying. Yeah as Canadians, we all try to support our fellow Canadians and everything. But with that said, if you're, if the site wasn't good, not that we'd come out and say the site's bad or anything, but if the site wasn't good, we wouldn't go to it. We wouldn't be, uh, uh, you know, putting articles on there on, on a podcast and stuff like that and referring to them. So no, you, you do a great job and like, it shows that this isn't obviously your first uh, website for Thanks. one. And for two, you must have some kind of writing or journalistic background or something. I, I don't want to get too deep in, into your personal stuff, but if not, you're doing a great no. job. Uh, surprisingly, I don't actually. Yeah. Oh, it's, wow. It's just Do you have a background I, in paint editing? Because some of your <laughs> photos are top notch. I do yes. have a degree in paint. Yes. Yes. Yeah, MS paint. Yeah. MS paint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, there are, there's another Canadian who has a blog and I'm not too fond of him. So not because you're Canadian. I like your blog. We'll just throw that out there. <laughs> Really, we gotta go there. Can't we just all get along, Franklin? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, and on that uh, note, let's just jump right into the news. Thanks for uh, sharing that with us, by the way, Darren. Um, our first article, and it's surprise, surprise, brought to brought to us from uh, our friends. And I say this every week, but now I, actually, I can actually say it because he's on. And you know, I mean, Drive Tesla Canada. We're talking about, and this happened a couple days ago. Tesla announcing their uh, five for one stock split. And I will begin by saying every time, I'll say what I say every time we talk about stocks and business and finances, I know nothing about this kind of stuff. Luckily though, I know what a stock split is. Did I even say that right? Yeah, stock split. I know what it is. I just didn't know if I had the right terminology. So we've seen it with Apple and stuff like that in, in prior years and just recently as a matter of fact, but they're splitting it. and. For people at home, and I'm not going to do justice, maybe you guys can, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to do justice. One of you guys, one of the two, doesn't matter who. For the people at home that are listening or watching, tell everyone what a stock split is and why it's important in, in the Tesla sphere. Uh, so simply put, uh, let's say the Tesla stock is $1,000 for simplicity's sake. Um, let's say it's a five-to-one split. It means if you have one share at 1000 you're not getting five shares at $200 each. So the amount of shares you have is equivalent to what you have equivalent, like what you have currently, it just split up into smaller number of shares. Uh, the biggest reason why they do this is so your average person can go and buy uh, shares of the company. Um, if you say, hey, I want to buy a Tesla share right now, at like 1500, it's a lot harder to buy one share versus uh, a share that's you know less than a thousand i mean it's easier to buy a share less than a thousand so basically you're not losing anything you're just your money's going into multiple shares uh for the same overall value Ho hopefully that makes sense <laughs> clear as mud to me <laughs> darren go ahead you you clear it up no you no, you, no, you, you, you covered you it perfectly yeah 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 the, the so. big part the big part of it is that uh like you said the average investor is now a better opportunity to to actually buy in and and get a piece of Tesla, because especially for us Canadians, fifteen hundred US is what three thousand Canadian. <laughs> so 
bringing it down to a, that's on a good day yeah so bringing it down to a lower price is always better for for those people wanting to get in exactly yeah yeah and you know i mean i wondered about this when even just when it hit a thousand i wondered is it getting too high that and once again i'm not a stock guy i'm not a uh, market guy or anything like that, or finance but i wondered like is it getting too high would they even entertain and i actually asked my buddy that works at a bank i'm like is there a certain prerequisite or a certain time that they have to split or a certain amount and he said no it's just whenever they feel like it i guess um and we didn't go into huge detail about it but i was just curious if it was happening and and that was months that was when it, when it, whenever it went to the thousand what was that probably two months ago or so so it's been so, yeah. pretty stable so it makes sense that they did it right like and if somebody, the stock was still jumping around, they make a world of difference. True. Sorry, Dax. True. Yeah. No, 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 no. You, you're exactly right, and I didn't mean to cut you off, Franklin. What I was gonna say um, is, someone told me that it, and maybe it's in this article. I forgot where where I heard it. Uh, Darren, you tell me if if I'm repeating your article. Someone said that it's good because it may be better and more lucrative when it comes to the S and P. Um, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Um, anyone else want to mention anything about this before we move on? Because, like I said, we can we can bang through this news pretty quickly. Oh, by the way, anyone now that Franklin's here, I wasn't going to say it before, but now that Franklin's here, anyone that has any questions that are watching us live, just like every other week, if you have any questions for us, just leave it down below, and we'll do our best. We have Darren here. He's a wealth of knowledge doing all this uh, writing for his website, and he, you know what? He may even have some inside information that we don't even know that maybe later we can pry out of him. You never know. You never know. Yeah. So if you have any questions for our uh, ourselves, all of us, or especially for Darren, if you want to know any of his dark, deep secrets, put it down in the comments below. We may not get to it right away. If, if it's on topic, what we're talking about, yeah, well, sometimes we'll interrupt our topic and just answer it quickly. But if we don't, and it seems like we're ignoring you, we're not. We're going to try to get to it uh, later on in the show. Okay, so the next, uh, I guess, topic, guess where it comes from? You know what? No, I, I'm actually going around a little bit. It's not the next one, guys. <laughs> um, we're talking about the Model Y and the accessories. Just It just was announced today or yesterday, I think it was. And I thought this was pretty exciting because anyone, because, well, A, the Model Y is exciting because it's selling really good and people are loving it. All the little production issues aside, they seem to be getting better and stuff like that. But uh, the accessories are coming out now for, for the Model Y that attaches to the uh, to the hitch and the receiver and stuff like that. So some interesting stuff. The reason I, other than it being exciting, and you guys, they may, this may be a very, very quick topic if you guys don't have any input on it. Um, the reason I brought it up is, like everything else, uh, if you're not familiar with Okay, Tesla side, Tesla, you're paying that Tesla tax, just like an Apple tax sometimes. But in the, I guess, the universe of car accessories, when it comes to towing things and bike racking things and stuff like that, and if you want to put a, a canoe or a kayak holder on your, on, your, on your car, they're expensive. They, like, whether it's uh, Yakima or is it? Thule, or Thule, Thule I, yeah. I, I never know how to pronounce or that. Thule, yeah. yeah, never know how to pronounce that company. But I mean, don't, don't get me wrong; those two that I mentioned, they're good quality ones, right? But they're expensive. They're really, really expensive. And I know this firsthand, but trying to find uh, bike racks for 
our trailer and, and not this car, but there's a car on this side that you can't really see. Um, is there a pickup truck and stuff? And so I, I've been through in the last few years trying to uh, price out different stuff and it's expensive. So getting back to the Tesla part, uh, it's come, they're doing this uh, Model Y hitch rack, uh, like Darren puts out in his article here, and it's gonna set you back 600 Canadian dollars, which is like what? $400 <laughs> American. No, all jokes aside, it's, it's 540, which isn't bad. Like, did, did they mess up on the exchange rate or, or, am, I, or am I getting that right? No, that sounds right. That's yeah, right? They are, they are pretty close. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. If no. you notice with the exchange rate with Tesla, so all jokes aside, um, yeah, we, we the way they do the exchange rate, they like Tesla is actually extremely fair when it comes from US to Canadian oh, yeah. pricing. Uh, we joke around on this podcast, but Tesla's always favorable for us as Canadians in terms of how they price things with the rate exchange. So I don't really have complaints there. Um, what I find interesting is I think we're going to start seeing more and more of these accessories uh, for all models, I'd imagine. Because if you think um, they have a ton of cars out in production, how can they get more money from existing customers? Accessories. Through accessories, um, through... Uh, in-app purchases, which we can talk towards the end if you guys are interested. There's some cool things that have come out uh, from job postings and stuff like that. But um, if they want to expand how they can make money from existing customers, why not accessories, right? Yeah. So just a guess. I, I'd imagine we're going to start seeing more and more uh, from Tesla. No, I, I think so too. What do you think, Darren? Yeah, it makes sense for sure. Yeah. This, uh, this snowboard or ski rack, it's pretty cool. Now, that doesn't look like a bike is one thing. And believe it or not, even though a bike is thin and you see, and there's spokes and it's just the wheels and everything, it really messes up your range. Just ask Trevor Page he, when he had his Model X and he went uh, with his bike rack down in, in the East Coast or yeah, the East Coast of the US a few years back. It messes up your range. Uh, it's, it's the drag, it's what it does to the aerodynamics, even though. You'd think a bike wouldn't, but so a bike would, but looking at these skis, I would hazard to guess that it looks pretty aerodynamic and it would be fine, but you never know. It may be just, just like a bike rack uh, or just like a bicycle and screw up range. But speaking of range, this is not a topic. And I'm, this is, if you don't know, Darren, this is me going out on a tangent. Franklin's totally accustomed to it. And anyone who watches my, my YouTube videos is totally accustomed to it. Even though I've gotten better. See, I'm doing it right now. Even though I've gotten better lately. Um, I, it's not a topic, but I read one of your articles a few days ago about the um, one guy that went, that was doing that little camping. auto, yeah, camping from yeah. Montreal. And he, and he had that auto. Uh, Safari trailer. It, yeah, it was like 1,700 pounds. And, he, and you know what? On his, he went camping. I mean, uh, yeah, he went camping and he hitched it on his Model Y. And I was impressed with those numbers he were he was getting. Yeah, they they were actually pretty good. Um, yeah. Under three hundred watt hours per kilometer. Yeah, I mean, so. granted, it's a it's a small little two thousand pound trailer, um, or but a, a pop up would be equivalent to that, like a little tent trailer. Yeah. Uh, a travel trailer, obviously, under thirty five hundred pounds is probably going to be rare to get. Um, Ask me how I know that I, like I said, I know a lot about it. I know a little bit about travel trailers and, and trailers and towing and stuff. But anyways, when I saw that, I was really excited. And I'm thinking, wow, they've got this technology or they're, they're getting it pretty good here. I think he said it would work out to like 40 or 50% loss overall. Yeah, that was, a, that was about the average. Yeah. yeah 40, that's, 40 to 50% drop. Uh, get, get me excited, like I said, because 
um, I don't know if you know, and I didn't ask you, um, uh, Darren, if if you're interested or you like the Cybertruck or you're thinking of getting one, but most of us here in the uh, in the group here are getting some. And if you're not getting one, don't worry. There's some people in here that have ordered multiple. for you too. Yeah, multiple <laughs> ones that you can join in. Um, I, I would be one of those too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Okay, so so we have probably about half a dozen between the, the three of us. Yeah. So it just get me excited. And then another thing I read today or yesterday is another supercharger is being in the works for uh, Northern Ontario here, which, and I'm looking at where it is compared to where we go camping traditionally, a lot of the provincial parks up by Lake Huron there. And it's going to come in perfect for, for when I get the Cybertruck, if I need to stop and charge or if I just need to charge for whatever reason, I can't charge at the park or something. It's going to come in really handy. I'm I'm really excited by where they put that location. Do you, which one was that? That was the King Ken Carden location. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's right on here on there. And we we there's two or three provincial parks along um, Lake here on there that we go. And anything further east than you go in, than you're in the region of the Owen Sound Supercharger. Okay. We're talking inside baseball to all these people that aren't from <laughs> Ontario and. and That'd be me. <laughs> getting confused, yeah. But no, it, in a nutshell, it's uh, it's exciting. Anything to add there, Franklin, before we move on to our, our next topic? No, no, you guys are good. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he's, I don't know. busy. <laughs> I know he's busy. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Okay, that that um, the topic about the accessories, uh, I wanted to talk about it, but it was going to be talked about later. So getting back to what I actually really wanted to talk about is our next topic – them now this isn't out yet it's out in beta or not even beta but the early access oh, yeah. people yeah the software version 2020.32 and we all know there's going to be another dot whatever next to those uh is it is it just me or is it getting dark outside now we have to speed this up because <laughs> i'm not accustomed to losing light i'm noticing a trend here dex with your articles you chose oh yeah no we what, we, we talked about this at the beginning of the show, Franklin, that all the articles are – actually, we talked about it off-air. You're right. Thank you for bringing that up, Franklin. We talked about it. Darren and I talked about it off-air. But we didn't really tell the guests or the people that are um, watching this, the viewers. Yeah, all our articles today, why wouldn't it be, are all going to be uh, uh, Drive Tesla Canada articles. And like I said, why wouldn't it be? So getting back – thanks for bringing that up. Getting back to the software um, – improvements that are coming in this one. I suspect after it does the early access, if there's no major bugs, we'll probably start to see it in the next week or two, hopefully. Yep. In the US, and then it'll trickle up here. Uh, the air suspension improvements. Now, when I first saw this, did it confuse any any of you guys in thinking, wait a minute, are they, are, and, and I know we don't have air suspension in, in the Model 3, but when I looked at this picture here, I thought, is this an actual Model 3? Because I with it being a cross-section like that and almost like a see-through uh, diagram, I wasn't sure if it was an S or a 3. And I'm like, are they going to let us tweak the suspension even though it's not air? Or I thought, is air coming to the Model 3? Like, that's what I thought. Maybe maybe I was just the only person. <laughs> uh, I like the dynamic brake lights. Is that coming to the Model 3? Am I, am I speaking out of turn by assuming that? Yeah, no, that'll be on uh, all, all models. That's awesome. S3, that's XY, a, yeah. Now, didn't that come from a, a tweet of a little while back? Some European person was asking about. Ask, uh, yeah, asking it on? actually it actually came out in Europe uh, last year. 
that, that feature has been out there for a while. Oh, so it did. They're, okay, they're just bringing right. it to North America now. Yeah. That's a great idea. Like, I mean, that, that's yeah. it's And you know what? Because it'll only be on Tesla's when people see it, it'll catch their eyes here in North America because we're not going to be expecting it. Have you ever been driving down a highway and you're doing cruise or whatever, you're doing the speed limit and you're going to flow of traffic, which is the speed limit or just above. And then someone breaks in front of you or a couple cars break in front of you really heavy and you break and you break really hard. And so much so that sometimes, I don't know if you've seen it or if you've done it yourself, you put your emergency blinkers on or your, your hazards on just so the people behind yep. don't nail you. Yep. It's one of the yeah, things yeah. that, go ahead. I've, I've been in a couple of rear end accidents, unfortunately. And, and, and yeah, I was just yeah. about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something every time that, I, every time I hit the brakes hard, I'm, I look in the rearview mirror and see if yeah. someone's behind me and yeah, do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, unfortunately I've also been in that situation. It's one of those things where unless you've experienced that, you've had the, the bad luck of being rear-ended. It's something that you don't get. And I was saying that to a friend a few days ago. It's like, once you've been rear-ended, you'll just find yourself instinctively looking yeah. behind you when you break heavily or even just break a little bit. So Yeah, for sure. And yeah. my accidents were uh, 10 and 12 years ago now, and I, and I still do it. So oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> it yeah. sticks it's, with it, you. It, sticks, it definitely sticks with you. Any, anything to add on, on that one, Franklin? You ever been rear-ended? No, I've not. I've never been good, in an accident. Good. Let's keep it that way. No tickets, no accidents, nothing. Nice clean driving record. Yeah. Don't go, don't go yeah. jinx yourself with the with the tickets. Here, knock on wood. Do you hear that? Yeah. Do you hear that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, another feature is the uh, the doors left open, or or sorry, not the doors. Is, is it the doors, or is it just a car itself? Uh, it includes the trunk in the front, so okay. more than just okay. the doors. Yeah. yeah. So that feature is nice because right now the only way I know is from the uh, hawk sound that it's locking, right? Uh, with the windows folding. If the windows don't fold, you know it didn't lock. Uh, so you know you left the door open. So literally that's the only way. Uh, from time to time I'll get like, you left your AC on for too long and that's another way you notice. But it's all these like small quality of life uh, differences that are gonna make a world of difference uh, yeah. over time as they keep adding them, right? You, you get a notice from the Tesla app that you're no, no, no. Like okay. as I'm walking away, I can see, I can hear my car not honk. Uh, no, no, but the will, AC. The AC, yeah, for sure. So oh. if I leave my car and I don't close my door, I'll get a notification on my phone uh, saying, "Hey, you left your AC on uh, for an extended period of time without moving or whatever." It's happened oh. to me once or twice. Okay, never seen that one. No, neither have I. Now, what but I was you, gonna... you can get you can get similar notifications from third party. Um, apps. You know, yeah. yeah, this guy, Franklin. This guy, mm -hmm. we gotta get this guy on more often. He's like you. He he reads my mind. Like we're just like we're like <laughs> on the same in, wavelength. In sync, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I was gonna make a bad 90s boy band in sync joke, but I'm not going to. Um, yeah, no, I use a stats app and yeah, it's exactly like the stats app. Like it'll tell you, it's almost I'm I'm glad the developer and I forget his name, the guy in Cali that, that developed the stats app, talked to him a handful of times. Uh, Great app. I'm not saying anything negative about it, but it's almost annoying when it pops up on your phone when you know the the car is left open. And it's a feature you can. It's a setting you can turn on, on or off, right? Uh, but I'm accustomed to it. And anyone that doesn't have the stats app, or anyone that has a stats app, is is accustomed to knowing when your door is left open or unlocked, um, or knowing when the climate is on. And the cool thing about it now, I don't always have it. I don't know, but 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 you, uh, Darren, if you have the sound on 
and you don't have your phone muted like I do probably 80% of the time, the 20% of the times I don't have it, you notice it has a sound, an actual voice, a female voice that talks to you? Oh, no, I've never noticed that. Yeah. I, guess, I guess I always have my phone on silent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like I said, majority of times I do too. But if you unmute your phone and you no. use the stats app and you're and it's going to tell you that the climate is on or tell you the the windows, no, no, the doors are unlocked. It It's an actual female, a nice, calm, friendly female voice that comes up and tells you. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. I'll and and try that out. At first, when I didn't know that it did it, it freaked me out. I'm like, who just said that? <laughs> who just said that? I was looking around. Okay, getting back to this uh, software update. Uh, let's see what else is uh, Notifications now. We already get notifications, but is this going to be like uh, emergency notifications or some kind? No, of I think the, I think the change with this is, like you said, um, back in 2016, um, they brought in this notification history, but you could only see it, I think, when you had an, a notification to look at. There was no way to access your previous ones, but with this update, you can actually. There's a new um, menu option where you can. Go into uh, go into it and see all your notification history there. Oh, okay, okay, that's cool. It's like the little things that they think of, right? That, like I was saying last week on last week's show, like you don't think of it, but yeah. leave it up to Tesla. Okay, and this is just um, some screenshots of uh, of the guys that have or the guys and girls that are on the early access that have taken little uh, screenshots and sent it in. Yeah, that's cool. So. Yeah, hopefully, you know, if all goes well and there's no major bugs and stuff like that, we should see that in the next couple of weeks. I'm just trying. When I, I say that as I'm thinking of bugs, and I know how bugs can be. So <laughs> I got to make another video on some more bugs that, that I've noticed in some of the features. Have you guys? No, you know what? We'll save that topic for another day. I'm moving on to the news as we continue, and the trend does continue. Uh, accessories, we did that. Uh, oh, I don't know why we, we've basically buried the lead <laughs> or we haven't talked about the elephant in the room. Well, let's talk about it now. Leasing option finally comes to Canada. Uh, it's funny because some a, a co-worker of mine just asked last week, hey, can I lease a Model 3? And I'm like, no. Was it last week or two weeks ago? Maybe it was two weeks ago. And I'm like, no, they, they have it in the States and they're supposed to bring it to Canada, but who knows if they ever will. And... Either I looked like a genius to that person if they read this article, or I look like a liar. <laughs> so, Darren, you want to tell us a, a little bit about the leasing options here? Yeah, sure. So, like you said, they've uh, had it in the U.S. for a couple of years. Uh, yep. Yeah, a couple of years now. And uh, finally came to Canada. Um, Pricing-wise, um, if you're looking at the Model 3 yep. Standard Range Plus, you're looking at nearly 500 bucks a month in lease payments, um, and that's with 5,000 down, and a pretty low um, annual limit of 16,000 kilometers. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, I, I think most people drive 20 to 25,000 a year, so if you're at 16 and you have a Tesla and you like to go on road trips, probably not the best option for you. No. Plus, if you get a Tesla, chances are you're going to be driving more. At least I saw my kilometers increase. You, yeah, you will. Um, you definitely will. Yeah. yeah. No, you, find, you find any, honestly, you find any the, excuse to get in there and drive. <laughs> yeah, and I find that the leasing options aren't the greatest because there's no uh, buyback, as far as I know, right? It's the same as the U.S.? Yeah, that, 
as far as I know, it's there is no buyback. But if you were to go to the Tesla website and um, configure a vehicle and get to the, the final like payment stage, and you click on more details in the bottom bottom left, or uh, something about more details, it pops up and it says there's more text in there that says um, you can return or purchase at the end of the term. Yeah, but then, but then, but then lower, yeah, but then lower below it says you uh, forgo the. I forget the exact words, but it's something like you forgo your right to purchase the vehicle at the end of the term. So they have a bit of conflicting information there. Um, oh, okay. that's where that came from. Yeah, that first statement isn't on the U.S. site; it's only on the Canadian site. So I'm not yeah. quite sure why it's why it's there. Maybe our laws are slightly different, where uh, they have to include it, but now they're saying if you're doing it, we might not allow you to buy it. Um, yeah. <laughs> right, it's probably legal stuff. Um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and ultimately, it's like Tesla thinks, "Hey, we're gonna have our FSD done. We want to take all these cars back." Uh, so whoever's leasing is basically taking the bulk of the hit of the vehicle, uh, and then Tesla takes it back and gets used for a robo fleet, right? Uh, robo taxi fleet, which is ultimately their angle with it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Personally, I don't think leasing is a good idea um, based off the rates and stuff that they have, but. Teach their own. Teach, exactly. Teach your own. Uh, I'll tell you something you guys touched on at the beginning, that with a Tesla, you find yourself driving more. It's, you know what? It's not even a Tesla. It's it's an EV in general. Because when I asked you earlier in the show, Darren, if this is your first EV, the, the Model 3 that you have, uh, and I asked that because I find people that Tesla is their first one have one opinion of, of EVs and people that have a, an EV prior to getting a Tesla – same thing. They have a different, uh, different opinion, and the one problem about being outside on a podcast live: mosquitoes. <laughs> I'm, fi I'm finding that out the hard way. <laughs> um, I had a a soul. Anyone that knows me and seen some of my older videos before Tesla stuff, I had a, a 2016 Soul EV by Kia, and that was my first venture into, a, I guess, the EV world. And I can tell you, I made. I shouldn't say it was a mistake. I leased that, but I leased it and it worked out perfectly for me. Knock on wood, just dumb luck, I think. But I leased it for three years, knowing when I got it in 2016, I, I'd already put my, did I? Yeah, I think I'd put money or my reservation on a Model 3 down. And I knew that I was hoping, not new, I was hoping by the end of the, the three years, uh, the Model 3 would be ready in production and be here in Canada and it would all work out smoothly not knowing about production hell, not knowing about any of this kind of stuff. Worked out. I ended up uh, getting the Model 3 a little early uh, because of the rebate, I think, is why they sent it to here in, in Ontario so we can get our government rebate. But also, I didn't have to have my uh, Kia back till 2019. I think it was July. So for a few months, we had both, both cars were EVs, and I took my gas car and I just parked it. Uh, in, in storage and only use it when we were camping. Uh, so for two months, we had all EVs. My Long story short, what I'm getting at is I found myself driving that EV way more than I thought. Like I, I leased it and I had, what was it? Um, I want to say, yeah, it was 24, 24,000 kilometers per year was my allowance. And within the first year, I think I was at like close to 29 or 30,000 kilometers. And I started freaking out. I'm like, what am I going to do? But it's one of those, and it all worked out in the long run. I just drove it less, which was hard to do, but I ended up doing it because I didn't want to go over kilometers. But it was one of those things that whenever you had to go somewhere and you didn't, 
and I didn't need my SUV and we just needed the car, a, a regular car, we automatically took the EV. Just number one gas savings alone. Just that that in itself saves us so much. And that's where you find yourself driving a lot more. So 16,000 kilometers. Is, is there, you, you might have, you said you got to the end or someone you know got to the end, Darren, and that leasing thing. is So there's no way to increase the kilometers or buy more kilometers? From yeah, you can't you can increase the uh, oh. kilometers. There's 20 and 25,000 uh, 25, kilometer options. Oh, okay. Um, so if you choose 25,000, it increases the payment to 514 a month. So it's not a huge jump, but at least you get oh. an extra, extra 9,000 kilometers there. Yeah. Oh, and trust me. And you'll, you'll need it. Like anyone, yeah. anyone who gets a Model 3 or, or a Tesla or an EV, let's just go back to EV in general. And unless you don't use your car to commute and you take public transit or your commute is down the street, you're going to use it. You're going to use the kilometers. And I, I almost, I would find it freakishly um, surprising that if you didn't go over 16,000. I'm actually below 16,000 in my first year, but I think a large... Um, I'm not calling you a freak. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. A large part of that is uh, the COVID shutdown. Oh, yeah. He's never coming back. He's never coming back, Bax. He <laughs> may just leave right now. No. I think I have like 500 kilometers. Less than, I have less than 1,000 kilometers in the last like five yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. COVID, COVID is, a, is an exception. I haven't had a, yeah, I haven't had a reason to go anywhere. Um, when I do go somewhere to do a video of an update, you know, <laughs> it broke a whole uh, pipe in my car, flew in everywhere. That was an expensive uh, little driver on my city, but anyway. Yeah. No, you know, it, it's shoot, COVID, like, I mean, my, my wife, her gas car that she has, we've had it for about a year and a half now, or just under a year and a half. And before we started camping in the last two months when weather got really good, she was at like, I think, at the one year mark, she was at 14,000. Like we just granted COVID since March helped a little bit, but we just drove the Tesla. That's why this, this thing is just over two years old. I think 26 months, 27 months old, and it's got 72,000 kilometers on it. Right. So that, that explains it. But yeah, if, if, you, <laughs> yeah, if you got, if, if you are stuck in the COVID situation, yeah, you're going to save a lot. 8,000 go, Dax. Are you worried? <laughs> um, no, no, because it, it's been good so far. And I just, I'm, the only thing that I want, <laughs> it sounds really weird, and I actually wish this, and I've said this to you, Franklin, already off, off air, is I want my control arms to go. Sounds stupid, I know, but I know it's going to happen because I know it's a problem. I'm surprised Tesla hasn't recalled it. And that's a different topic for a different debate. But I know it's going to go and I just don't want, and I, and I know Tesla's good for it. Like, I mean, if I got 85,000 and it goes, I know with that good jet, good face gesture that they do, they'll do it for me and they'll, they'll cover it. But I want to save that one time good faith gesture for something bigger than a controller. <laughs> if I can. You and know what I want, Dax? I, what do you want? I want a cyber truck. <laughs> oh, I know. We all want a cyber truck. Are you, are you foreshadowing something? I am. Yeah. Okay, no, no, but I'm not. We're, 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 believe it or not, we're, we're still on this uh, leasing thing because we, we're just talking to Model Three. We haven't even touched the Model Y yet. Oh, because, sorry, my yeah, bad. No, no worries, no worries. Get back to your game. Um, no, we're good. It's it's over. They lost. I'm oh, sad. They, I'm oh, here. they lost. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Are you gonna okay. stay? You gonna stay with us? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you get more of my attention now, not less. <laughs> Uh, we're multitasking, people. Multitasking. <laughs> uh, sorry, all you uh, Hawks fans. 
Yeah. Oh, by the way, I asked Siri, tell me the, the score in the Hawks game. Yeah. Try it. Just say that. What's the score in the Hawks game? I'm not going to tell anyone that. I can't say it to Siri. Yeah, yeah, sure. You don't have Siri. And, you know, we shouldn't even be saying the, hey, whatever, because if people are listening, it's going to freak out their phones. All the Hey, Siri. Stop it. Stop subscribe it. Subscribe to Dax M <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> Can you imagine if it if Siri was that good? <laughs> Anyways, yeah. back to the Model Y. Darren's never coming back. <laughs> we, we've got off on so many things. This is a dysfunctional uh, podcast. This, I'm not joining this one again. Will they invite me? This is I've, I've watched a few episodes before, so yes, yeah, so he's not. He's <laughs> not surprising. He knows. He knows. Okay, would you pay eight hundred and seventy-five dollars a month for a Model Y that you that you have to hand back at the end? That you can only drive sixteen thousand kilometers a year. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know. When I when I was a little excited, like I said, not that I'll ever get into a lease agreement again, especially with an EV. Probably not for any other car, and I don't think I'll ever buy another car unless it's an EV. So, a little, it's a little redundant to say, but I looked at it. I was just curious when I heard news that the uh, Model Y leasing was here, and I just want, curious to see if it would be attractive to me. Or it would be attractive to anyone else that wanted to get into a, into a Y. Because like I said, two weeks ago, I had someone ask me about it. But at 800 and like almost $900, I don't know, man. That's that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. And if you look at today's financing rates for purchase, you're looking at 2 2.5%. I mean, you're probably going to get close to that payment um, to, to purchase one over yeah. a, a similar term. Yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing. Yeah. Uh, it's not, it's, it wasn't a topic or an article that we we're talking about. And I don't know if uh, you, you touched on it in, in your article here, but yeah, I've noticed because um, I run the Facebook page for the model three and, and somebody just a week ago or two weeks ago said that t Tesla dropped the rates again, their finance rates, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit further down below. Yeah. Oh, see, Yeah. We're a lot, I, I knew, there you go. I knew you, you, would have had it somewhere there. Leasing, leasing, leasing. Okay, good to know. So anyone else have anything to say about uh, the Model Y and the Model 3? And you know what? I think the Model 3 got lost in that in that article. I'm glad you touched on it. But I not in that article, but in, in the news. Like yeah. I think when, when leasing came out to Canada, everyone was Model Y, Model Y. And at least my friends in, in, in most of the groups I was in just concentrated on the Y. Totally forgot. Yeah, the Model 3 too. <laughs> yeah. The only other thing, I, the only other thing I would mention is um, we we did find out the if you do go over your kilometer oh. limit, whether it's sixteen, twenty, or twenty five thousand, uh, you you get charged fifteen cents per kilometer. That's buddy, you yeah. know, we're sharing, we're we're like in tune here because that, that's when you guys were talking about it at the beginning. I in my head I said, oh, remind me to ask if any of these guys know what the overage is going to cost, and I totally yeah. forgot. I got off on that tangent about. My Kia. <laughs> so 15 cents a kilometer. Yeah. Uh, do you remember what your overage no. or excess fee was? On no, I don't. I don't know what it was. Uh, but like I said, it worked out for me. I slowed down on my uh, traveling and I never went over, but it, I could have gone over because I ended up selling it privately and just paid back Kia what the buyback was. Yeah. And I actually made a little bit of money on it. Remarkably, yeah. like I've never heard of anyone making money on a lease, yeah. And like, but it worked out. Uh, some fleet company in Quebec 
wanted them for a taxi service or something, or I forget what it was. I don't quote me on a taxi thing. And they were looking for any, and I put in an auto trader as a private sale and someone gave me like $500 less than I was asking for it. So, no. so yeah, so it worked out good for me. Not say that I would for everyone else. Franklin, you were asking me something earlier, were you not? What's that? What was I asking? Uh, oh, I'll tell you. Two things. You're asking me about the Cybertruck, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. of course. The, the Cybertruck. Cyber Always, Always the Cybertruck. Cyber and two things. Before we get to uh, Darren's article about the Cybertruck, which is brought to us by Darren and his website, uh, Drive Tesla Canada. My son, and he did this about two months ago, and I've been meaning to show it on the podcast, and I keep forgetting. He made me for Father's Day, yeah, probably about two months ago, a Cybertruck out of cardboard. Like, <laughs> okay, it's a little crude. Most people say, oh, it's crude. Well, yeah, if my son was like 22 years old, grown-ass man, it would be, but he's eight years old. So he did a pretty bang-up job, I think. The wheels used to turn. I don't know. They don't turn anymore. But I'm not sure if I could do a better job. Than yeah, that. like <laughs> honestly, and this is with cardboard, a marker, a pair of scissors that he ruined. They they don't cut anything anymore, <laughs> and uh, hot glue. And he made. I'm going to need him to help us. Yes. Um, when the Cybertruck was shown, uh, me and a couple of friends here had the idea of trying to use our car as like a shell, and then get cardboard to build a Cybertruck on the outer shell and have it still drivable. Who did? Whose idea was that? <laughs> Aaron. No, oh, I was gonna say it wasn't mine. I thought you're laughing like it was mine. No, what was Aaron? No. Right? Uh, yeah, and he said like we we tried figuring out how much cardboard we're gonna need. Um, we obviously never ended up doing it, right? Because um, it just seemed like a very big task, and I, I don't have the artistic ability or engineering background to assemble a cardboard Cybertruck on top of my car. But that was the idea, so. Um, hey, if we ever go back to it, we're going to come call your son for help because he has experience now. Oh. It's on his resume. For, for a... Say again? It's on his resume. He's like it... a professional cardboard Cybertruck builder now, right? Yeah. Oh, it's actually really cool. All sorts of side, it's really neat. I, 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 I love it. I love it. And I've held on to it. And I've been meaning to bring it on the show and show everyone. I keep forgetting because I've been doing these podcasts in the basement for the last six months or however long. When well, you take delivery, you got to take a photo of it next to the actual Cybertruck. Oh, definitely. That's why I'm holding on to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But funny, you should talk about um, making your Model 3 a Cybertruck. Someone actually took, you know, the, um, uh, not Hot Wheels, the, the kids ride along, what's it, Radio Flyer. Oh, the Radio the, Flyer one. Radio Flyer. Someone took cardboard and turned a Radio Flyer Model S into a Cybertruck. So if you don't want to go to the extent of turning your Model 3 into one, you could do one. One of those, or you can build one. Or yes, like what? like um, Yuri in uh, Ukraine. I don't know if his name is Yuri. I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't assume that. Um, this gentleman um, in uh, in Ukraine, Ukrainian gentleman, he um, he built his own Cybertruck. Like I can't believe it. Like I mean, I've, obviously since the Cybertruck was uh, announced back in March. Uh, sorry, November. A uh, few people around around the globe have, have done different models and little mock-ups and scales. And s there's one that was just here in Southern Ontario that did one uh, back in March or April. No, no, like the January or February. Yeah. yeah. The Hacksmith. Yeah. I actually got to go inside yes. of it. Really yeah. cool. Oh, that's right. You went. That's right. You that's went. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so th uh, the one thing that stood out to me when they said they built theirs, and it kind of ties in, right? 
the amount of money they spent on material, and theirs was half scale. Keep that in mind. They said that they spent like $60,000 on material <laughs> to be able to build a half scale model. So, uh, like, keep in mind, Tesla's pricing on the full size one is because of like mass production and exactly. uh, having a plant and everything else, right? So, I don't know if this guy mentions the one that he built here that we have up. Does he mention a total price it costs to build? Uh, no, he doesn't. No. But just going by what I was told by the hacksmith, and keep in mind, like, they had their own custom coded uh, app, and it, it was like crazy the amount of detail they put into it. And the one here is really cool, too. But uh, the development cost for all this kind of stuff is super high because it's like a one off project, right? They're not mass producing it to make money to gain back. Uh, money on their assembly line and stuff like that. So I imagine the one we're seeing here costs uh, this gentleman a lot more uh, than what it's going to cost to buy one new uh, in a couple of years. Oh, no doubt. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, th well, think of it. Think of how expensive that one on stage, the one that people drove at the reveal, how much that one-off cost Tesla. Pretty penny. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean... It was a rhetorical question. We didn't have to, but yeah, no, it's you didn't have to give me a dollar figure or anything, Franklin. But uh, yeah, no, a oh, lot yeah. of money, and that's for any car, right? That's for any car or, or any any device. Even when you've got the prototype, it's always going to be more than what they're going to mass produce it for at the end of, at, at the end of ramp up and scaling and everything like that. But no, well, I thought this was cool. Think of all the concept cars you see, because uh, I always go to the auto show every year. You would see all these concept cars, and you got to think like the amount of money they poured into just to get that concept car oh, yeah. there must be like phenomenal, like unbelievable amounts of money. Um, what I find amazing about the Cybertruck is we're getting a concept car, uh, we're shown a concept car, we can order the concept car, and we're going to take delivery it in a couple of years. Can right? you know why? Because it isn't a concept car. Tesla doesn't do concept cars; they do production cars. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> when I say concept, I mean it's. So futuristic looking. That's you like the only other vehicles I see like this are concept cars, right? Exactly. So, yeah. When, when, you, when you see when you see videos of either the real truck or pretty uh, well done imitations, it it looks like it's CGI. It doesn't look like it's a real truck driving down the road. <laughs> exactly. Yep. I was about to take a second look because there's some good CGI out there, and it's yeah. like, man, that's real, and it's I'm still blown away each and every time. Yeah. So. I agree. By the way, uh, the designer or the creator's name, I hope I don't butcher this here. I believe his pronounced his first name is Ilya Kramer. He's from a, a Ukrainian city of Poltava. That's right. according to your article. That's what it yeah. says. Ilya Kramer. So his name wasn't Yuri, you ignorant <laughs> fool, Dax. <laughs> but no, that's cool. I just I want to sh uh, show you show us this because it was a cool little article that actually somebody else uh, built it um and it looks you know what like he may be a tall guy uh but it looks almost to scale i mean i i'd play the video for you that's down below that darren's attached to the article here but last time i played a live video on a live stream it just screwed everything up so i'm not gonna play it. go go check out darren's website and go check out the article and uh play the video you'll see it it's or it's on youtube you can get it on youtube too now, I don't know how you'll search for it on YouTube because it's in Ukrainian. <laughs> so unless you're Ukrainian and you have the Ukrainian keyboard letter system, then you can search for it. 
but I'd have to tell you what to search for. And I don't even know what to tell you what to search for because I can't read, read In it. In other words, just go to the website. <laughs> go to the website. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's my long drawn out way of saying go to the website. But one reason I brought this article up is because I don't know if you guys have got a chance to listen to it, people at home or people here on the panel. The, um, the podcast, the one-hour podcast that uh, Elon did about a week, week and a half ago, and I didn't even know he did this. Um, a guy named Jason or Jeff, I think, uh, from some drive. It's some, I forget the name of the web, uh, the podcast. but Daily Drive? Daily Drive, that's it. Daily yeah. Drive with Jason Schnell or, or Schneider or something. I, I'm butchering it. I didn't even know. Did you guys know about, about this before uh, you guys heard about it? Or if you, I don't even know if you did hear about it on um, Ride Lightning podcast on Sunday? No? Okay, yeah. well... Ryan had a podcast on Sunday and he uh, alluded to this and he, he began the show with uh, some sound bites of, of the podcast, the, the interview. It's a one hour interview. It's split up into three segments. Um, if you haven't listened to it, I suggest you listen to it. It's really good. It's really well done. Uh, Elon opens up like sometimes he, he does and he uh, talks about a lot of stuff. And one of the things he talks about, the whole reason I brought this up, it wasn't a tangent. It actually meant meant to go somewhere is he talked about the cyber truck probably and they're very well aware and they're probably acceptance accepting of it that the cyber truck is probably not going to be regulated or i guess sized for certain regulations in europe so it's very likely that the mm -hmm. cyber truck won't make it to europe so it's a good thing that Ilya made his own cyber truck because that might be the closest thing that he's going to see to the cyber truck yeah, That's actually, right. I had, now that you mentioned, I do remember hearing about uh, yeah the European version of the Cybertruck not not being uh, small enough. Yeah, and with that said, Elon did go out, and, and I don't mean to give anything away. Go go listen to the uh, podcast, folks. It's really good. It's on a, it's on uh, SoundCloud. If you you search it on SoundCloud, or just do a Google search, you'll find it. Um, he mentions in there that, and he's mentioned this on Twitter a few times too, and probably in other interviews that you know what. He knows the Cybertruck's big. He meant to make it big. Uh, and he knows it's not for everyone. He basically said, if you want a smaller one, they may consider doing a smaller size pickup or a smaller size um, Cybertruck for the EU or for, for other people that want something smaller. So it's good to know. It's good to know that they have... It's good to know, A, that it may be a North American-only thing or maybe not even North American because I can see it doing well in like Africa or so or, or um, Australia and stuff like that. It may just not be a European thing, which is a shame because I know some people that are waiting for it in Europe. And I don't know if you can hear that. That's my neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the beauties of doing a live podcast. Do you want to uh, cover one other topic that you never really uh, covered or we don't have a link for? I'd love to. All right. It's kind of interesting. So um, let's take you back a little um i disassemble uh i look at the code of the tesla app uh, fairly often and if you decompile the code uh, you can tell that the tesla app is made with something called react native uh, if you're not aware react native is a programming language that allows uh like a code once applied everywhere approach so you can apply the same app on android as you can on ios as well as the web so the iphone app the android app for tesla is coded once Okay, so now we have our basis. 
um, Tesla's been really active in hiring React Native developers. And you think, oh, they just want to make the Tesla app better. I uh, actually came upon a uh, person who worked for Tesla who uh, was trying to promote or recruit React Native developers. And his reasoning was uh, they want to improve the uh, in-car app entertainment system for Tesla owners. And again, React Native, you publish once, you can apply it everywhere. So they're trying to say, hey, come work for Tesla. Uh, what you're developing will work on the car and maybe potentially elsewhere. So you have like a cross-platform uh, opportunity. Um, but it's actually rather interesting because it's like, I know Elon talked about it. He said, I think the number is like 5 million cars before we get like an app store. Um, I have some slight information, insider information, knowing that they're actually working on it. And now this is like the first hint of uh, them going to the public saying, hey, and they're like really active in trying to recruit React Native developers for entertainment-based apps. So wow. just kind of interesting. Yeah. Huh. So no article to share, just a little insider information? It's Yeah, there's no article. Like you can go, um, you can check uh, Tesla's hiring stuff. They have information there. And then if you're part of different development communities, you can actually see uh, Tesla employees like, super active sharing links and stuff like that and saying, Hey, go check it out. Apply. If you have the criteria, blah, blah, blah. So what's it called? Iraq native react native. Yeah. It's just the react language native. they used react native. Yeah. React it's just the language they used for the app. And then, uh, now they're trying to hire those developers for, uh, beyond just the app. So it's, I'm going to guess based off all the information and all the things I'm told, uh, it's for an in-app, uh, car experience. So, Wow, cool. So do you think that'll be happening sooner than uh, Elon Five said? Million? Uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah, I'm going to guess, yes. If, if I had to guess, I'm, don't hold me to it, but I'm guessing we're going to see it in a major update in the near-ish future, the next year or two. Because, again, it makes a lot of sense. Like, we have, um, uh, what's that game? Fallout Shelter. And that game generally has in-app purchases. Uh, the Tesla version has no in-app purchases. So they have all the code to get the game working. They just don't have the payment system yet. The minute they apply that, think of how much money they can make. Like, I don't know if either of you guys play it um, in your cars, but I know some of my friends who play and they're like super high level. So if they had like the same in-app purchases that they do on the phone, that's just potentially extra uh, revenue for Tesla, right? Yeah. Um, and the standard rate's like 30%, which that can be a whole discussion in itself based off all the stuff you, that Apple. happened with uh, Epic and Apple and Google today. Um, huge fight amongst the 30% there. But uh, anyway, e either way, at the end of the day, it's going to work out to more revenue for Tesla uh, having that, right? And by the looks of it, it looks like they're trying to push up that timeline from 5 million to a lower number. So, Oh, cool. Interesting. V very interesting, yeah. Nice. And why would, yeah, you're right. Why wouldn't they? Because you, you just you look at any of these online games. Uh, I'm not a big gamer. I'll be first to say it, but you look at all these online games and my, my son plays some video games and he always wants to buy this skin or buy this pack. Or, and it's all like, it, it all costs a little yeah. bit of money here and there, right? So yeah, if, if you could put together like um, level packs or skin packs or ammo packs or whatever, you know, I'm talking like I know things, but I don't. But <laughs> but yeah, it costs, it, it, it's a huge revenue source. Why wouldn't well, it? That's, there's well, money leaving, they're leaving money on the table. I'll admit to it. Like, there's a mobile game I play. Um, they have a season pass, and I buy it every month. So it's like they're getting a guaranteed eight dollars for me, 
And before they had it, they used to have like in-app bundles, which were, uh, if you bought the bigger bundle, you save money. Like you didn't save money. You got more in-app, uh, more in-game rewards for your money, right? So it just makes sense to buy the bigger packs. So I'll admit it, I bought a bunch of those bigger packs. And I mean, I still play the game like four years later. But uh, the point being is, is that's all potential money that Tesla can take a small percentage of uh, or a big percentage, depending on if they actually own all the IP, right? So if yeah. they're saying, hey, we're developing it and uh, this is an in-app game that we have, uh, like a game that we have on our car and you're buying anything you buy, we're make, basically making the profit. It's makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The one I want to see uh, is a Pokemon Go style game, but with Teslas. So as you like drive around, you get rewards, you stop at superchargers for rewards. Uh, so just like driving your car, you basically get achievements as you drive. Uh, well, like efficiency and stuff like that. But you may not be far off on that because they're, aren't they doing something like that? They want to do something like that with how they're rendering the cars around you to be this other different Teslas. And Elon's alluded to making it into some kind of a game. Yeah, it's it's interesting. When I started my YouTube channel, um, I created a video and basically getting no traction at all. I was talking about gaming. Welcome uh, in to my Tesla. world. Yeah, I'm talking about gaming in a Tesla and all the different pot, like all the cool things that they could do. And then, like years later, uh, my channel actually gained a little bit of traction. It's still really small, but gained a little bit of traction. That video like never went anywhere. But I don't know. Either way, I really hope this stuff comes to uh, fruition. So. Um, Sorry, Darren. You were going to say something. I kind of rudely oh, no. kept going. That's okay. I was. I was just going to say um, when we were talking earlier about the 2020.32 update. That's actually when um, the the uh, visualization of the other Tesla vehicles is supposedly coming. Oh, really? Yeah, that's something that uh, the green green the only on Twitter found, yep. and. Uh, he said it's going to be part of the 2020.32 update. So, Oh, cool. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. Well, I'd love to keep talking, guys, um, but I am getting, like, they're, they're like hummingbirds flying by me here, like <laughs> these mosquitoes. The one fatal flaw of this plan I never thought of. <laughs> so let's, uh, Franklin, I don't know. I, it's not your job, but I know you're usually good at it. I don't know if you've been following to see if there's any questions in the chat thing. Uh, and if there is, cool, we'll get to those in a second. But if, if there isn't, we'll just go on to our last thing. Uh, and I apologize. I know, uh, Darren, you said you, you've watched the podcast a few times or listened to it. So I know we didn't go over it before we went live. Uh, I tried to go over a few things and I forgot to tell you about the part where we, at the end, we talk about our little Tesla stories. So I hate to throw it on you. And, and by all means, if you don't have a topic, then that's fine. We can skip over you. But uh, something we do at the end of the show, we just to people on the show here, we just go around the table, I guess you can say, and see if anyone has a nice little story in the last week or two, test-related, that uh, they want to share. Just little experiences. Do you have anything, Franklin? Or Sure, I'll start it off. I, uh, I think the camera picked that one up. <laughs> I'll start but, it off. Mine's not super impressive, but... No, it doesn't uh, need to be impressive. No. There's a coworker who has a EV currently, non-Tesla. Um, I've been talking to her for like the last year about my car, and she's like absolutely blown away about the range. So she's like finally ready to make the purchase. So she like texted me today. She's like, "You gotta come by. You gotta show me." And 
show me all the features and everything and like she wants she wants to like basically see the, the actual car and go into more fine uh fine detail and for yep. her the biggest thing is going from an ev that she has currently to a tesla she's super excited about the range increase and having a supercharging network uh which are two big things for her right um so uh potentially new referral i guess is uh <laughs> is my story <laughs> No, that's great. That's great news. I mean, yeah, you can look at it. And I know you're joking because you're you're such a modest guy. You can look at it as a referral, but you look at it as someone else that's uh, moving over to electric vehicles, whether it's a Tesla or, or just an electric vehicle. That's that's good for everyone at the end of the day. Yeah. No, I, I am joking about the referral because I usually tell people. Look, look at that. Got one. I got one. I don't know if you can. That's see not it environmental. There. Look at this guy. He's killing bugs on stream. Oh, buddy, it bit me and it stung me in a cheek. You know what? Okay. No, I, what I was keep, say is, yeah, keep talking. Really I'm, I'm going to mute myself and do something. Here. Go ahead. Keep <laughs> what talking. What I normally tell people is go online and search for a Tesla referral code and find one. Because um, there's like tens of thousands of them. Like there's literally thousands of people begging you to use your referral code. So I don't really promote mine as much as I should because I already have more uh, supercharger kilometers than I need, right? So I'm not like pushing my referral like even the one i'm gonna get i'm not gonna push it so no i can't remember the last time i i, I mentioned my re referral either well do you, you know your guys... numbers dex sorry do you know your referral number by chance no i don't even know enough uh no 416 something i forget what it is well anyway. you, you guys are lucky you can at least earn rewards oh yeah in vain yes you get zip, nothing why is that is, is there a reason for that yeah, there's some um, uh, dealer law where it says something to the effect of only licensed salesmen can earn rewards from selling a vehicle. So that's why oh, okay. it's seen in the same same vein as selling a vehicle, getting a referral bonus like that. So hopefully okay. one day it changes, but for now, we're not allowed to get anything. Oh, that sucks. I'm just going to turn down a brightness now that I've uh, come inside a little bit. So I'm not so bright, but there, you know what, what I've done now is I've locked myself in with them. <laughs> That's what I've done. Anyways, uh, do you have, do you have a, not, once again, but not to put you on a spot, do you have anything you want to share with us or? Uh, no, I, I don't really have any, I've been camping for the last week. Um, so awesome. unfortunately driving the gas car and not, not the Tesla. So yeah, no, I've, I've done my share of that this summer too. Well, I will be uh, doing a model Y test drive this weekend. They're coming, coming oh. out to my area. So sweet getting to drive one you know what i've been wanting to do one too but i have a feeling that if i do a, a test drive that might just i have i have so little willpower i'm such a weak weak man so yeah. i don't know shut up franklin don't say anything um so yeah i don't know i i want to take a test drive but i don't for that reason but i will tell you a quick little story speaking of gas cars actually not it's, it's we took the tesla but we were going for a, uh, on a road trip and we were thinking of taking the gas truck and we didn't and it wasn't a camping trip else we would have definitely to, to tow but we took the, the the tesla and what i decided to do is i was going to charge it up to the full and, and I, I mentioned this if you i apologize if you happen to be one of the few people that watched my video uh, that i put out a couple days ago for this road trip then it'll sound like i'm repeating myself so anyone that didn't for anyone that did, bear with me. Anyone that didn't, listen up. <laughs> so I just basically, I charged up to 100%, but I used the schedule departure feature. And 
I said, we're leaving at 8 a.m. Was it 8 a.m.? Yeah, 8 a.m. And I want it to be 100%. And I know when I do that, when I commute to and from work, I do it at like whenever I'm, I'm working and I have to do it at like, you know, six or seven in the morning, I do it. But I only do it to 80%. Sometimes in the winter, I'll do it to 90%. So it's never to 100%. So it's never a concern for me, right? Uh, so sometimes it's like an hour before and then it'll just, it'll stop charging because, you know, it shows up on your phone when it's the charging is completed. Shows up on your phone and then it says it's it's completed. And if you check your phone and you, the timestamp, it'll maybe be an hour before when you're about to leave and then the climate control will kick in and warm up the car or cool it down, whatever. So this weekend, the past, I did the same thing, but I wanted to go to 100% and we're leaving at 8. So at 6 o'clock, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't awake. I got a, a message, but when I woke up, I saw it. 6 o'clock and it finished. So just before 6, as a matter of fact. So it sat there for over two hours at 100%, and I was a little uncomfortable with that. I'm thinking Tesla figures it's okay to allow that kind of coding to do it, so it must be okay, but... Ideally, I wouldn't want it to, in, in, if I had to do it myself manually, I wouldn't do it and leave it for two hours because as we all know, it's never a good idea to leave your car at full capacity for the whole, for a long period of time. Now, my definition of long period of time might be different than yours. You guys, maybe you guys think two hours isn't enough. And obviously it's a different definition than Tesla because Tesla wrote that into their code. And then I thought to myself, you know, maybe they don't know, they, they can't predict with different temperatures and battery temps and, and the charger, I have them in the garage, so I'm pointing at the charger over there on the wall. The charger, uh, the output or something, the throughput of the electricity, maybe it's not always, you know, exact. But I'm thinking, wait a minute, it's a computer and it's just math. They should be able to do it. And they Nick have yeah. Real quick, when you lift your arm, your mic goes like really poorly. <laughs> when Just, I lift this arm, uh, I think the other, I think one, it's the other one. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's the, yeah. it's, oh, okay, good to know. Thanks. Yeah. Has it been so, doing it the whole entire show? No, no, just a couple of times. And, uh, just when you try and reach back and kill a mosquito. Oh, that's what it is. Yes, it's these <laughs> damn vultures. Yeah. And so hey, they're we had really a, big mosquitoes. Sorry, we, we oh. did have a question, but go ahead, finish, finish your I'm done. That's it. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying, if you guys, you schedule departure, and it's great, don't get me wrong. If you go into 100%, just be a little wary if if you're like me and you don't like to keep it at 100 for long. All go right, ahead, so we got a question. It's good. Shadow Drone, is it better to get a Model 3 long range at 47K or standard range plus with FSD at 46K? I'm not sure. Elon Musk says FSD can go to 100K, so FSD is basically an investment. And then uh, Martin says doing a 1200 kilometer, uh, doing a 1200 kilometer trip with FSD is pretty relaxing. Um, what's your thoughts? That's a tough one. Um, I always, when this kind of question comes up, I always say buy as much range as you can. Um, that's ranges, ranges king. Um, so, but when you can get the same amount of money and you can get FSD included, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, I, I'd probably go with the long range myself because you can always add FSD later. Now, when he says, I'm looking at the question here, better get uh, 47K SR. Hmm. Now, when he says long range, he means real wheel or he means all wheel? I guess, I guess he's probably meaning. Probably all wheel. All-wheel drive, because they don't have rear-wheel drive anymore. Well, it's used. 
Oh, oh no, maybe. Oh, yeah. Is he talking use or is he talking? Oh, 47. Is he talking mileage or price? He's talking price, price, price. price. Those are prices. So if you're this, yeah, yeah. If you're saying oh, okay. if you're paying the same price, my front puppy joined us, by the way. Oh, yeah. So if you're paying, <laughs> he's like dying to come in. If you're paying the same price um, for standard range plus with FSD or long range for 47, which way would you go? Yeah, I get the question now. Okay. So yeah. I, I, that's, I, I, a, that's a tough one. It is tough. Now, now, now I see how he's wording it or how it is. Yeah. Huh. Because FSD, yeah, it's see that's the problem with FSD now. It, it just costs so much that it puts people in a dilemma like this. Yeah, I think. Um, Did it screw up you, when I put that hand up? No, you're good. I think you always go for. Okay, so I'm like the biggest advocate for FSD. Like, I truly think it's going to be worth way more than what it is currently. But, uh, but with that said, you always go for range. Yeah, like Darren However, said. if so, here, here's the dilemma that I have, like mentally, as I'm answering this question. If you're going for extended range, and uh, if you're going for extended range, and you can't utilize FSD, you can't utilize autopilot when you're on a long road trip, then it kind of defeats the purpose of the extended range your vehicle can do. <laughs> so I don't know. It's tough. What do you think, Dax? Ah, about the mosquitoes? Or <laughs> um, no, I agree. It's, it is a tough, it is a tough uh, choice. I would, I would probably still at the end of the day, I would go with range because yeah, FSD is great and I love it every day doing navigate on autopilot and, and the stoplights and streets and street lights thing. I, I love it, but it's not all there yet. So unless this person is looking to get it and, and keep it for, a long period of time where he'll he or she will be able to benefit from FSD when it fully matures, then I would say go at range and just keep it on the standard autopilot, which with the traffic where cruise control and stuff at, and that'll be fine. Or if I go for a test drive in a Model Y and you're in Southern Ontario, I can sell you mine that has both long range and FSD, and I don't know how much I would charge you for it. <laughs> Okay, so did I here, here, my own car here, that I'm not even selling yet? Yeah, he, oh. here's the other thing to it. Think about it this way: if you truly believe FSD will be a thing in the next two years, the money you're making off Robo Taxi based off the numbers that have been floating around and all the math, you can actually use your standard range plus with FSD to help you buy your next Tesla with more range. Just gonna throw it out there. So if you think it's gonna happen, <laughs> yeah. No, but all, in all jokes aside. Personally, I, I say go with more range and uh, try to add FSD after the fact as soon as you financially can, because um, the sooner the better before the price continues to go up. Uh, but definitely go for more range. If you're going to keep the car a long period of time, go for more range because you're going to utilize that a lot more than uh, like you, you'll thank yourself later, especially if you can add like the fact you can add FSD later. Uh, like do it when you financially can, right? But go go for something you can't add later, which is range. Yeah, I agree. Oh, well, hopefully we answered your question there. Uh, we're we're all basically on the same page here. Um, anything else to add, guys? Before we wrap this up, because seriously, I'm not all jokes aside. I've been camping about half a dozen times this year, and I've got more bites in the last hour from mosquitoes than I have all camping. 
So anything else to add there, Darren or Franklin? Nothing else for me, thanks. No. My oh. front puppies keep wanting to making appearances here. They're bothering me tonight. <laughs> no problem. No, worry. well, your front puppies are making an appearance. My mosquito puppies are making an appearance, and it's just one big nature show, even though I've killed a couple right here. You're going to put one in the front there, Dax, and submit it to Front Puppy Friday? A mosquito? Yeah. Uh, I can. If you get uh, a big enough one. I, I can't. I, I really want this. Or if he gets enough. Uh, there we go. See it? There yeah, you go. Yeah. There's yeah. a little bastard. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, guys, on that note and on that uh, thing, I will thank you very much. Thanks, Darren, very much for uh, coming on the show. Thank you, Franklin, for coming on the show. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening and uh, at home or, or even live. I appreciate everyone coming on to do this live and taking time out of your own schedule. Where can – I mean, this is an easy question, but I want you to answer it for yourself. Darren, where can people find you on the interweb? <laughs> uh, um, yes. Twitter, Drive Tesla CA, uh, Instagram, Drive Tesla Canada, YouTube as well. If you go to our website, you can uh, find all those links there. Perfect. And you're very, I find, I find you're very active on Twitter. Yeah, I, I like like Twitter. It's yeah, it's good. good. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not as active as I probably should be. Franklin, where can people actively find you? Currently nowhere. I'm not really active. Okay, um, other than a hockey game, where can most most last... of the time people find you? Yeah, I'm usually usually on Twitter at mfrunker and on YouTube as motherfrunker. Um, I think I'm like two subscribers away from 4,600 now, so getting there. Yeah, Good job. Let's get but, you over there, buddy. Yeah, um, but yeah, I've been super busy the last couple of weeks, and uh, I hope to be more active going forward. But probably another few weeks before that happens. But yeah, yeah. Um, well, I have some really exciting things that I hope to share in the near future. Uh, Tesla related, of course. So sweet. Do we get to see your uh, car breaking down soon? Uh, yeah, I, I gotta. I have the video of that too. I just have to finalize it. Okay. Just uh, a lot of other things going on. So Fair yes, enough. yes, we really want to see that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's we all do this as a hobby, right? Uh, so whenever you can find time in in between life, then then that's that's great. That's why when you weren't gonna make it on the show tonight, I. I'm like, sure, no problem, buddy. It's you made me feel bad. No, yeah. it was actually Darren, truthfully. He's like, you're ditching us for a hockey game? Uh, <laughs> I'm watching it in the background. And, uh, uh, well, and truth be told, uh, Paul, Tesla Canuck, was supposed to be on the show too. Uh, we'd arrange this for him to come on. And um, things in life happen, right? And he couldn't make it. And he felt very bad. I'm like, buddy, don't worry about it. Life is first. This is just this is just gravy, right? This is this is. Cool. Yeah, it, it's interesting because I always get those comments on my like videos. Go buy this so you can test it. You make YouTube videos, you can afford it. And it's like you realize how like I don't make anything off it, YouTube. People have no idea sometimes. Yeah, like yeah. yeah so. Okay, folks. Well, thanks very much, guys. Thanks. Like I said, I sound like a broken record, but appreciate you guys coming on the show. And uh, we'll definitely have you back on, Darren. You're a, a wealth yeah, of knowledge, and like like I said, we connected just like that with just how Franklin and I connect how, from week to week, how we read off each other and stuff. I, I caught you a couple of times this show doing the same thing yeah. with me. So that's nothing that's, was planned. No, exactly. That's, and that's the beauty of it. It was all natural. So yeah. folks, thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for watching. We will catch you here next week, maybe next week, maybe the following week, same time. No, no, you know what? It won't be same time, same place. We'll, we'll let you know. If you want to know when the show is going to be on, follow me on Twitter. I usually put out a, 
uh, tweet of when it's coming on, usually a good 24 hours to 12 hours before. And that's how you'll know. Till then, folks, we'll see you later. Take care. Bye-bye.